Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper, and with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation. Nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. Well, it's Eagles week, Chris. And you don't it's... sound too enthusiastic, I could tell right <laughs> off the bat. <laughs> oh, well. The previous weeks, like, it was like, all right, Chris, it's Dallas, it's this, it's that. And you're like, you start off this podcast like, all right, Chris, it's uh, Eagles week. <laughs> oh. You know, I'm, I can't stand seeing any more photos of A.J. Brown and Jalen Hurts, you know, numbers 11 and 1 and saying, what does this remind you of? It's like, I, I know, guys, they're 11 and 1. I get it. You're 11 and 1. But all right. So I'm, I'm trying to be <laughs> I'm trying to be enthusiastic. I actually that was forced enthusiasm and it still didn't come over as any. Um, look, dude. Oh, that was forced. Oh, my yes. God. That was bu- pretty Ooh, boy. This is going to be this is going to be an ugly podcast. Okay, got it. Look, it's Eagles week. And they are a juggernaut coming into MetLife. Um, mm-hmm. They've lost one game, and their weakness was they couldn't stop the run. So they went out, picked up, what, Linval Joseph and Domikong Sue. And then their stud rookie, Jordan Davis, comes back, and now they can stop the run. They hold Derrick Henry to, I don't know, less than 50 yards. <laughs> uh, dude, it's just, look, everything they're doing right now is right. Uh, Jalen Hurts, who I did not think was the guy. Credit to you. You said you always liked him. Uh, He's turning out to be the guy. They are absolutely loaded. I think they've got a top five pick right now next year. And uh, now Saquon Barkley has a neck issue and Leonard Williams isn't playing. So what do you got, Chris? Where do we go from here? Oh, the Nats looking great. (laughs) Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the uh, the play? Yeah, so, you know, when the Eagles played that game, um, that Thursday night game against the Houston Texans, you know, Houston really ran the ball on them. And you, you looked at them and said, okay, you know, you could do this on the Eagles. It looks yep. like, you know, it looks like we found something here, you know? And, mm. um, but the last three weeks, they've kind of tightened that up. The last week, obviously their best performance when they stopped Derrick Henry. They, I think they held him to 40 yards, whatever it was. Yeah. And, um, like you said, Howie Roseman's, he kind of smelled something in the water, like, okay, well, one thing's going to hold us up this year. We might lose a game like Washington in the playoffs. What happened to him against the uh, against the Commanders? And he wasn't going to have that. So, okay, so let's go out. We're going to sign a couple of veterans to make sure we tighten that up. Um, and then, obviously, the return of, you know, the, the big stud rookie uh, defensive tackle, Jordan Davis. And they've been really good the last three weeks against the run. Their two corners are playing. I don't know. James Bradbury is having a great year. Great year. I think he's given up like 44% completion rate again on attempted passes to him. Slay's been very good. I mean, you, you look at them and you say, okay, well, how do you attack this team? What's the weakness? Well, we were hoping the run defense was the weakness. They kind of tightened that up. Tough to throw on. You know, offensively, the offensive line's really good. They can run the ball. Jalen can run the ball. The two receivers are studs. Why? You know what? They're, they're missing Dallas Got it. So there it is. Uh, there it is. There it is. The key to victory. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what do the Giants do this week? Well, you're gonna have to hope those third and shorts, and like Washington did, like three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever it is now. You're gonna you have to go dirt, keep Jalen off the field, and get some turnovers, man, man. Because right now this team, the Eagles, look like they're in route, you know, to the Super Bowl. Uh, but but you know that could always change this week to week. But they're really they're right now. They're, man, they're feeling really good about themselves. There isn't anything they're not doing well right now, and not many times, Jerry, do we talk about an opponent, an upcoming opponent, and say, "All right, they're not doing. You know, they're, they're doing everything well." Mm. It's usually, "All right, well, you could go after the second or the corner, you know, the corner. The offensive line's giving up sacks, or that." You know, and I put something on Twitter the other day, and I said, Yo, well, maybe I found something. You know, the Eagles are giving up 30 sacks, right? Mm. But I haven't gone through the tape of those 30 sacks. I mean, half of them could be just jailing, holding onto the ball, trying to make a play. Right. You know, not just clean sacks. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so, I don't know. Look, this is why you play him, though. No, I know. Brian, right. And if Brian Dable could, you know, get out of here with a win. Sunday against these guys and the way they're playing and how confident they are. I wasn't kidding. Sign them up for another 10 years. Put him, put him, <laughs> in, the, put him in the ring of honor. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, because you look at it on paper, 
you know, and at and their corners tackle so well. You know, James Bradbury came up against Tennessee. He was really in run support last week. So was Slay. And it's like, oh my gosh. So you know, what's their game plan going to be? I'm I'm pretty sure they're not worried about Daniel too much. They're, they're, it's going to be let's stop Saquon and who who looks like he's going to play. By the way, I know there was some worry about Saquon in the neck, but he's out there practicing today. Good. I was talking to him yesterday. I did not get the impression at all yesterday. Okay. That Saquon wasn't going to play Sunday, mm. but of course things change, Jerry. You know, that's that's why I put on Twitter. Well, that's my Thursday feeling. In other words, what I meant by that is that well, a guy could wake up on a Friday or Saturday morning and his neck is stiff as a board. Yeah. So you never know to game right. time, but it looks it looks good for Saquon. You know, Leonard Williams. We'll get into it later. I don't know. He's he's going to be iffy. You know, he's going to be iffy. Yeah. I, I got to ask you something, dude. Mm. I never seen so many neck injuries. Oh, I thought the same and, thing. Um, on one uh, on one team in my life, it's like everybody Jones last year. It's weird, man. It's so bizarre. I mean, how many we've had this year? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and now Saquon comes out. He had a neck issue. Leo, the neck issue. Josh Zidio, the neck issue. I mean, it's, there's so many neck issues this year, man. And just, the, those are that's serious stuff, man. Neck issues are sure. you can't play around with that. You know, yeah. it's not an ankle or, you know, something like that. But, uh, my God, a neck issue. It's holy crap. Like, let's let's take a step back and make sure this player's safe to play and even practice. That's insane. Even Daniel Bellinger with the freak eye injury. I you know, know, I mean, a guy, you know, a guy's looking to put a hit on him. He gets his finger in the, in the cage. Boom. Box. You know, I mean, the injury gods oh. have not been very nice oh. <laughs> to the New York football giants the last Six, seven years. No, it's amazing. They're throwing man. lightning bolts at us. Yeah, I mean, besides not having good rosters, talented rosters, the injury bug is, oh, man, it's like year after year, it seems like. You know, and now this year it seems to be the neck. <laughs> it was quads, hamstring, neck. You know, even even throwing a freak eye socket injury, it's incredible. So, And, and you know, you, you said it before, like, you're going down this list of players on this team, the, the Eagles. You look at their defense, like, I forgot they had Hassan Reddick. Like, when I watch their games, I'm like, oh, my God, he, that's right. He plays for them, too. Like, their their defense is loaded now, absolutely loaded. Yeah. And then their offensive line, like, when, Chris, when are Jason Kelsey and um, Johnson, like, gonna, when yeah. are they going to get out of my life? Like, they've just been playing. Yeah. It seems like they've been playing for 35 years. Like, there's there was talk, I thought, of Kelsey perhaps retiring. And then you watch him this year, you're like, if I'm like, if I'm an if I'm an Eagles fan around that organization, like Jason, why the hell are you thinking about retiring? Yeah. Like, you're still one of the top three to five centers in the league. Their line is always good. Their line is now what the Dallas Cowboys line was 15 years ago. It's just, it's all. I mean, Dallas's good line's good too. I'm just saying, theirs is the best in the league. I mean, they win the trenches, the Eagles. And the one spot where I thought they were weak last year, I thought would be their new head coach, but they bought into everything he's selling. I mean, he, they were. Th I think they were three and five before he gave that stupid "you have to grow the flowers" speech, and, and then they just went off from there. I, I, I don't believe it. And now they're eleven. The one thing they complain about is their defensive coordinator. The Eagle fans hate their defensive coordinator, but now even they've tightened up. I, it's just I, there's no weakness on this team right now. And look, like you said, that's why we line them up and play them. But hmm. I don't envy Dable and Kafka, especially on offense, saying. All right, where are we going to attack this team? <laughs> it's just, I mean, that's why they get paid the big bucks, but wow. My God, man. They're loaded. Loaded. So. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you, Howie Roseman's done a great job, man, putting this roster together. And like you said, Jason Kelsey, I know he was talking about maybe this is his last year. Oh my God. Matter of fact, last offseason, I think he was kind of thrown out there about maybe retiring, right? right? And then he said, oh, I'll be back one more year. It seems like it's year to year with Kelsey. And, dude, I mean, I watch all these guys. He's still a top center, maybe yeah. the best in football still. Yeah. Okay? Right. It's incredible. It it's really incredible. is. And Lane Johnson, <laughs> I mean, he's just playing at an all-pro level at right tackle. It's just, you know, uh, it's just, you look at him, it's like, oh, my God. But the story of this team, Jerry, I think I think it's safe to say is Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Right? Um, look, the question mark going into the season with Jalen, was it so much, you know, that he didn't have talent. It was going to be, okay, well, how accurate, you right. know, what's going to be up with his accuracy? Yeah. Is he going to be accurate on a consistent basis enough to put the team in the end zone? You know, uh, enough to be good in the red, you know, all that stuff. Well, Howie Roseman last year goes out and gets him Devontae Smith. Mm. 
jumps Gettleman, right? There's a shocker. Jumps <laughs> Gettleman, right? Right? And then goes out this year. <laughs> and then goes out. Yeah, there's a shocker. He fell asleep at the wheel. And then goes out this year. Oh, my gosh. And trades for A.J. Brown, which probably got John Robinson fired in Tennessee in the long run. Real, okay. real quick, I got, I got to add this. I'm sorry. You, you, Go you, got, you got me going. The, the expression is, you know, Howie Rosen's playing chess and we're playing checkers. Guys, Howie yeah. Rosen was playing chess. Gettleman was playing shoots and ladders. Right. <laughs> sorry. He was, he, yeah, he was playing cornhole in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, so, and then Howie goes out, he trades for A.J. Brown. Yeah. And, but that doesn't mean that's going to. That, that doesn't mean you're going to be an accurate quarterback. It's right. going to help you. Don't right. get me wrong. You know, right. but you've seen some of these throws that Jalen's making this year on those back shoulder fades. You know, some tight. You put the ball up where these guys go up and get it. Especially AJ Brown, who Wink Martindale actually compared him to Terrell Owens yesterday. Oh, that's a great comparison. You know, um, and Jalen. Look, I always told you this, Jerry. That kid's got the it factor. I remember yeah. him in Alabama, and I remember him in Oklahoma. I said, there's one thing about Jalen. He's got that it factor about him. He's going to come up big for you in games, you know, in big game. Uh, but his accuracy has been excellent this year. Um, and then when they were inside the 10-yard line, dude, I mean, the, he's got nine rushing touchdowns. He's just, like, unstoppable inside the five, especially because he'll just run it. You know, he's a big kid, strong kid. And he'll run it in. Oh, and then when it's fourth and one, they do this thing where they just push him forward. Yeah, they just line up guys and just push them forward. Yeah, it's like almost, they line up six guys almost, in the backfield and say, go ahead. <laughs> right. It's, like, almost unstoppable. You know, I mean – so he's look to me, he's he's probably the MVP. Uh, I know Mahomes too, you know, obviously. But Jalen Hurts has you know is going to get MVP votes if this continues. You know, yeah, the only reason. They, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I was gonna say, the only reason they won't give it to him is because the Eagles are absolutely loaded. But he's totally deserving of it at this point. I well, I can't he, even he, criticize him anymore because there's times where, like last week, right? He hit AJ Brown. I think the cornerback hmm. was thirty yards off him, and I say to myself, "Oh, how did he ever make that throw?" Then the next story makes to AJ Brown in the end zone where he's draped is like, "Oh my yeah. god, that throw was absolutely perfect." So yeah, you know, Jalen Hurts has made a lot of great oh, throws yeah. this year. You yeah. know, and. and Look, you know, I know he's definitely an MVP conversation. I even said it to Wink yesterday, talking about who you want to. Yeah. Matter of fact, I asked Wink yesterday about Jalen Hurts, and I said, you know, you like to make comparisons, everybody, coach, and you know, yeah, this guy's an MVP candidate playing this weekend. He and he he says, listen, what this the progress this guy has made. I don't know if you saw Jerry on the press, yeah. but you know, he was just like, you know, he goes, he's made like Mahomes type steps, yeah. you know, with his footwork and his. Huh? So he was even throwing Mahomes comparison in there, Wink, yesterday, yeah. which is obviously very. Very impressive, you know. Yeah. So now nah, I'm not going to go there. There's nobody like Mahomes. Don't get me wrong. Right, right, right. But the point that Wink was making to us, you know, after asking that question, was that hey, this guy's playing at that type level. You yeah. know, yeah. he 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 is playing at an MVP level, and there's no question about it. You know, look at the beginning of the year, Jerry. If you remember back in August, we were going over divisions and picks, and I said, look, I got the Eagles winning this division. Same. The only thing that will hold them up is yeah. going to be well. Let's see what Jalen's going to do. You know, yeah. well. Yeah. We are now seeing what Jalen's doing. And, dude, I mean, I hate this. I mean, just the thought of this makes me sick. But, dude, you know, what he's doing, he's looking like the Super Bowl winning team, bro. Totally, you know? totally. This team looks better than 2017's team to me. Absolutely. This is like a, you know, and what they look, I had them losing last week. I thought Tennessee was going to come in there, punch them in the mouth after their loss. Yeah. Derek Henry was going to go for 140. Yeah. Watch this. Vrabel's going to, and they smoked them. Yeah, smoked they smoked them. them. Destroyed them. Yeah, I think we we both like the Eagles to win the division. I'm I wasn't as much of a believer in Hurts. I mean, I had more of a question mark on him, but he's proven me wrong. I mean, he just is. He's and 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 the thing that makes it tough is he's a good guy. Like I, I wish he was more of a jerk. He's not. He's a, he's a, like, you know what I mean? Like you want to hate your opponent. You want your opponent to be like Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Like oh, I hate that guy. No, no, he's a good dude. He's a good dude. Um, but anyway, um, they're loaded. We're not. We have great coaches. Maybe we'll be there one day. Uh, I, I like that. <laughs> I just look at the rosters and I'm like, I, what, what do we do here? Um, I mean, defensively, right? Like, you know, you, the, the only thing is, I guess, bring pressure, but then you just, you talk about leaving guys on an island, Chris. I mean, you're going in without a Dory Jackson again. You have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Like, you yeah. are, that is, that is playing with fire. Like, yeah. what do you do, right? Like, what's the approach? What? Uh, maybe just throw a total wrinkle and play zone. <laughs> Something you never see on film would wink. Yeah. yeah. Play zone and let the, let Miles Sanders get his 90-plus yards and don't let Jalen, A.J. Brown, and 
try to limit the damage on the outside. Wink. To- I mean, that's not Wink's personality, so I don't see it happening. You know? Yeah. Um, do you, uh, you do you sell out? I mean, do you just sell out and try to stop the run? You can't do that because of Brown and Smith. Yeah. And even though, and don't sleep on Quez Watkins either. If he no, plays, no, no. You know, um, I, what do you do? Like you said, what do you do? You know, now the Giants in their first game with a healthy Aziz and a healthy uh, Tibbs. You know, I thought it was the best pass rushing game last week. They were all over Tyler Heineke. Yes, I but, agree. You know, but you have to be smart in your pass rush lanes here with Jalen Hurts because he'll just take off. You know, um, it's just it's it's look, it's a difficult. You know, you got to hope. They get some turnovers. Last week they did. You know, they get yeah. you know, Aziz with the strip sack and all that stuff. Tibbs, Tibbs, and let me tell you something about the progress Kayvon Thibodeau has made mm-hmm. this year. And I, I thought it was a great point that Wink Mondale told us yesterday. <clears throat> Beginning of the year, that sack he had in overtime, right? Yeah. Thibodeau was untouched for yes. some reason. Charles Leno didn't kick back out. I don't know. There was obviously a communication issue up front. Right. And Wink said, he goes, I'll, t- I'll, I'll tell you about the progress this young man has made. He said, the beginning of the year, when he had that clear pass rush lane, he probably would have hesitated a little bit. A few steps, like, oh, what's going on here? You know? He goes, against the other day, he said, it was full steam ahead. Boom! Blasted him. And they thought they were going to get a pretty full. Jerry, they were kind of surprised they didn't get a forced fumble out of it because T- Kayvon. I don't, know how, I don't know how he held on to the ball. Kayvon blew him up. Yeah. So, you know, you look at that, and a lot, you know, beginning of the year, people, you know, uh, Thibodeau, even I, look, look, there was like three games, like, okay, enough now, we got to get some sacks in now, you know? Right. Well, t- Kayvon is taking his game to another level now. Yeah. You know, he's taking his game to another level. And him and Aziz, Aziz, what Aziz did last week, Jerry, his first game back in how many weeks it was, played 40, every, you know, I even asked Aziz after the game, I was surprised, you know, I, I saw him in the locker room yesterday, and he told me, he goes, yo, man, I was sore as a mother, you know, at the next game, he goes, but it's That's great funny. to be back, yeah, you know, and you see, Jerry, what he brings to the table, Aziz, yeah. man, seriously, yeah, you know, healthy Aziz. Yeah, it's so. a comment on what you said, first, that happened earlier in the game, where Kayvon Thibodeau hesitated one second, they, sh- I don't know if you saw it, they showed him hesitating, and he had a, a clear path, and he didn't do it the second time, and then, yeah. I, I think Heineke got away with a screen pass when he did it, but he still right. drilled them. But if he, you know, he's he's obviously learning that, which is great. Uh, Ojalari uh, and I, I think it's Nick Falado. I don't want to pronounce, mispronounce his name. Nick Falado does a great job. He's been putting pictures of of his bend, uh, mm-hmm. Ojalari's bend on on Twitter, and it's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's he's almost almost parallel to the ground, and uh, you know, you see that, and it's like, man, do we miss this guy? Like, what a nice compliment he is to Thibodeau and. Yeah, that's what that's what you're excited about, like going forward, like those two playing opposite each other and just, you know, becoming the pass rushers that we think they they will be. And Thibodeau's improving every week, man. It's it's two weeks in a row, Chris, where we said, "Wow, this has been Thibodeau's best game." Like we said it in the Dallas game, and now we said it this one. And I think this one against Washington was even better than the Dallas game because he got the sack, but also mm. just seemed to have more of a presence out there. So. He's coming along nicely. I know everybody wanted 15 sacks from this kid as a rookie. That's not realistic. Um, but he's coming along um, and getting better and better each game. Okay, so you have a, you have a very good memory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you two things. Okay. One, who was the one who told you about that dip and rip in Georgia? When you he did. came out of Giants you after him. Yeah. He's shown it. Yeah. Number two, if you remember, I said, Kayvon's signature move is that dip and rip, too. You haven't really seen that yet, dude. Yep. Yep. With Kayvon, yep. okay? Yeah. I saw it a ton in Oregon. He likes that dip and rip move. Yeah. Hasn't really broken it out much, but get ready for that down the line. He's, yep. You know, Jerry, he's a confident kid yeah. in a good way. Yeah. I don't mean this. He's a cocky kid. He's a confident kid. Yeah. But he also has admitted numerous times in the locker room this year, Thibodeau, that, hey, I'm, there's so much to learn mm-hmm. because they attack you in a different way at this level than they did in college. Yeah, and he goes. You have to know what their plan is, you know. And he's learned. And I think so. What happens is when you start understanding the way NFL offenses operate and the way they're starting to plan against you, attack you, you get confidence in yourself because now you recognize what the hell's going on. Right. So when you get confidence, you play faster, Jerry. Right. You play faster. Yep. You're seeing that now with Tibbs. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, absolutely. He's playing faster. Yep. So what happens is when he's so confident in what they're doing and he plays faster, he'll start breaking out a little bit more of the arsenal. Yeah. And he used to love that dip and rip move in Oregon that Aziz showed the other day. Yeah. He did that in Georgia a lot, Aziz. Yeah. You're going to see that with Thibodeau down the road. Maybe even hopefully Sunday. But We need, back we need it Sunday. <laughs> you're going to need it. 
you know, you're going to have to try to get them in third and longs. You're going to have to, you know, um, it's just so difficult, Jerry, because last year they didn't have an A.J. Brown, and they had a rookie, Devontae Smith. Right. And A.J. Brown has made a wall. Do you remember when they traded for him? I was like, Jerry, I can't believe they just traded for A.J. Well, Brown. it was draft night, and we were like, oh, my God, the the the, Tex- the, the, the Titans gave up Brown for a number one pick. Yeah. Like, right. you got to be kidding me. And I think Mike Vrabel still wants to punch Robinson in his face, the GM Robinson in the face. And, and Robinson's fired this week, after one, from what I'm hearing, him and Vrabel were not getting along in a few things, and I guess they decided to move on from Robinson because Mike Vrabel's going nowhere, okay? Chris, hang on and one second. Guys, we're going to take a break. Listen to the Giant Insider. We'll be right back after this. Hang on one second. And we're back. You're listening to the Giant Insider podcast, folks, with Jerry Foley and nobody beats the biz, Chris Bizignano. Yeah, the GM, they, did you see the, the, the picture of him with the Eagle fans yelling at him? I mean, yeah. they must have been just de- destroying him. Like, thank you. Thank you so much thank for A.J. Brown, yeah. dude. Great job. Yeah. But thank yeah, you to, very to much. Point, to your point. Merry Christmas. Yeah. To your point, I don't blame Rabel for wanting to murder him. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, look. Um, you're watching, real quick, you're watching that game and you're going, if the Titans only had somebody like A.J. Brown on the outside to compete with this team. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible. Yeah. So, you know, the, uh, what, what's a big worry in this game, too? Obviously, is Fletcher Cox. He's just you know, a disaster Joseph, for us for 10 years now. Yeah, they'll do some twists up front. The interior of the Giants' offensive line um, just is not pass protecting very well, you know. Um, and it's a and, and it's a big problem. Yeah. You know, it's a big problem. Um, and, and you know what? When you don't pass pro very well in the interior, what do you have to do? So, well, now you got to keep Barkley back. Now, now Barkley's got to protect. Mm. You know, instead of you know sending Barkley out on routes, which a lot of times you want to do. Now you got to keep Barkley. You got to keep that sixth guy back. You know, because yeah. b- between picking up blitzes or just the max protect with Barkley, it's you know it, it, that's that's what happens, Jerry. When you're front five, you can't really rely on him. The pass pro. Yeah. Um, now you have to do different things to protect Daniel. You know. Uh, that's it's so I mean Cox always kills us it seems like Brandon Graham I'm sure he'll get a couple of sacks another guy another guy who's been playing since 1985 apparently right I don't know I'm sure I'm sure he'll get a couple of sacks on us you know and uh, yeah. like you said before Reddick leads the team in sacks he he you know, he always seems to get him in bunches he got a couple he's had like four the last two games I think he had what, four against us what two years ago yeah you know when he was with Arizona he destroyed us you know yeah um and so it's <laughs> Yeah, what can, what can you do? Well, Jerry, what can you say? You know, uh, funny about Fletcher Cox, real, real quick, Chris, funny about Fletcher Cox, he's the guy that is very, I think he's very underappreciated in Philly. I think outside of Philly, he's viewed as a top five consistently defensive tackle. But yeah. uh, he's that guy that they, they come down on often. I, I don't un- quite understand. I mean, I, again, we always talk about this, but I think, you know, Johnson, Kelsey, Cox, Graham, they represent that last 10 years of Eagle dominance over the Giants. And, you know, you're throwing guys like Malcolm Jenkins, but uh, isn't there anymore. But I, I just Cox, I, I think he's incredible. I, I He's that next tier under um, Aaron Donald for me. He's just been yeah. a stud for so long. And, you know, not to rain on your parade, Jerry, and not to make you feel even worse, but the best, the, I should say, the worst part of all this is that Javon Hargrave is playing better than him. Yes, he is. Yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, you can't make this up, dude. You can't make this. Hargrave's got like eight sacks. Yeah, yeah, he's a stud. You can't. I mean, Fletcher Cox is Fletcher Cox. Go right? Hall of Fame. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then you got a guy that's playing next to him that's playing better than him. Yes. Yeah. And then you got Sweat, who's like second in the team in sacks behind him. I mean, it's insane what they, they, what they send at you. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. You know, uh, you look at these guys and it's just like, Oh my God, they're fun, and they rotate seven, eight guys in up front like they love to do for years. Yeah, and you got guys like Brandon Graham that are playing what twenty something snaps a game, thirty. You know, they're rotating in, and he's got five and a half. I mean, and added. Whew, I don't and pity those guys. And Joseph, week. whose best years are behind them, but they're they're still going to be a factor when they're the hmm? seventh and eighth guys in that rotation. No, now I don't want to seem like you know Grinch here at the Christmas season. And Giant fans listening to this. Now, they lost to Washington. Right. Very easy could have lost Indianapolis the week. Yes, they a could. A week later. Yes. So, we're not talking, you know, look, folks, we're not talking about the 2007 Patriots. Oh, wait a minute, the Giants beat them. Um, we're, we're not talking about, you know, the 75 Steelers here either. Right. Okay? They're right. a very good team, but they escaped some games early in the year. They escaped the game in Arizona. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, 
You got to get real physical with them. It's it's a street fight. You know, it's going to be a street fight. Got to stop the run and then take your shots with Jalen. That's the way out. That's the way I would do it. You know, and I would throw a lot of zone in to let put things. Sh- I, I'm sorry, Jerry. Show things Sunday afternoon you haven't shown on tape. Right. You know. Right. Um, and yeah. try to confuse them that way. Try to get them that way a little bit. But obviously, one of the biggest concerns Jerry's is the Giants' offensive line protecting up front. Mm. And getting and getting some holes for Saquon and Brightwell, whoever and Matt Bre- whoever the hell, you know, and, and try to open up some holes. Um, because their linebackers, you know, TJ Edwards is good. I think he's leading the team in tackles, but you know, he's nothing special in that middle. Try to get in the second level, you know. Now what about the zone and, read? Will that be open for Jones? They're pretty smart up front, man. Yeah. We'll see. But they they see, well, they, it. they see it in practice all the time. <laughs> but yeah, Jerry, but you have to remember one thing. Daniel always seems to bust one run on the Eagles, right? Yeah, Last year he, he did it twice, right? Yeah. He had a big run in the MetLife for a yeah. touchdown, if I remember right, right? For, yeah. for a touchdown? Yeah. And he had the you know, the famous one in yeah. in link at the link where he fell down, right? Well, two years so, ago we had him too. He had two long ones. I think he had Which two is the one he fell down? Was that, that, that was at the link. Ago, that was at the link. Um was that two years ago or was that last year? No, it was last year. Right. Okay. Yeah. It was an eighty. So he, he, it was the longest yeah. run that wasn't a touchdown, like ever. <laughs> right. So one of. Um. So Daniel seems to hurt. You know, Daniel seems to get these guys with his legs a little bit. You know, yeah. so yeah. you have to hope for something. Yeah. You know, you have to hope that Daniel's legs come and play, and he, you know, he has a pretty like. You know, he ran for sixty plus last week. Got to hope he runs. Maybe he could bust another long one on these guys. So that you know, like he did at the link, but he almost upset him a couple of years ago. Well, he should have. Yeah, I mean, I, I find Kafka. I'm just doing misdirection a lot of today. A lot, a lot of that game. I mean, I'm just uh, you know, it's it's going to be a lot of misdirection, a lot of movement, a lot of motion, just to try and get something going. Um, and then you see if you can loosen them up in the middle a bit and 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 run. But that, that's that's the approach I would take. I have no idea what the Giants are thinking, and yeah, they're a lot better might, at it than I am. But you might even see a fake punt this week. You might see a fake field goal. Mm. You're going to have to do some things, Jerry, to try to, you know, because you're not going to get, tw- probably not going to, you know, this offense has not shown they can score 24 points on these guys, right. on anybody. Forget right. about forget about these guys, you know. Right. You know, I mean, it, you know, they only give up 18 a game, Jerry, the third in the league, you know, and 18 a game. Uh, so, and then the Giants come in, you know, they average, you know, they're not getting 27 points, you know, so you're going to have to get it other ways. Defensive touchdown, you've you got to hope for, you got to get a fake somewhere, Field position, all that stuff. You think about that, right? They give up 18 a game, but I've seen them, like you see them against Detroit, you've seen them against Green Bay, against Washington. Like they are capable of giving up a lot. It's just what's that what's that formula, right? Like it seems like, you know, Detroit and Washington was easy. They ran. Uh, I thought, you know, Green Bay had a good, uh, Aaron, that was one of Aaron Rodgers' better games, but you can score on them, but the Giants can't score on anybody. So that that's, <laughs> I mean, honestly, like even last week, like you figure they can't even break 20. Um, and you figured they, they, they should have been easily twenty three to even thirty points in that game, but yeah, it's going to. That's the thing, game. Jerry. You know, you look at the Giants' offense. You say, okay, you know, you know, the Eagles are good. You know, they gave up thirty here. They get, you know, they could. But they just look at the Giants' offense and say, yeah, but we haven't done that to anybody. You know, so how the hell are we going to do it this week without some outside help? And that's what I mean by defensive touchdown, fake punch. Oh, I thought you meant God. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I did a little God, maybe. Yeah, maybe a little God. You know, <laughs> so. Um, obviously, you know, a, a very, very difficult matchup. Um, the weather's supposed to be nice, I think, to the late afternoon after the game. Maybe you might see some rain, snow mix, but so it looks like that's not going to be a factor at all, you know. So, all right. So, and many uh, Eagle fans there, Jerry, you think? Or, oh, or, my God, 50 50. <laughs> or it's, uh, it'll you think be it's going to be that bad. I mean, I, the I Giants are 7 4 1. I don't know if it's going to be 50 I know, but. The, you know what, Chris? The way the Giant fans didn't come out in, in the in the Washington game, like like loudness wise, right when the, the start of that game, I just feel like the Giant fan right now thinks the other shoe is about to drop, or or they're looking ahead to next week because best basically the next week is going to be the season for the Giants. It's into Washington. I'm just right. afraid that I'm afraid that you know Philly fans make it anyway. I just think it's going to be more like 65, 35, or 60, 40. Right. To be honest with you. You think the mood's gonna be like, oh man, we don't we don't have any shot in this game. No, I think they'll be into it at first. I think I think they'll be into it. I think, but if the Eagles jump out early, that it could get that way. You know, Giants got to jump out. You got to get a lead. You got to keep the crowd excited a bit. Yeah, I think they'll be excited at the start. I do. I agree with you, man. I think they got to give them something to cheer about. Like, yeah. like, like, you know what I mean? Like, right off the bat in that first quarter, like like you said, dude. If it's seven nothing, ten nothing, the end of one, it's gonna be like, oh god, here we go. 
Um, and what's the quarter so, where the Eagles dominate? Like, is it the second quarter where they're just? I think it's they the go, second quarter. Yeah, they yeah. go off. Yeah. So you got you got to do something early. I mean, just historically, mm. it's telling you, you got to do something early. Got to get the crowd into it and keep them into it a bit. Because, like you said, if you go down ten, you can't go down ten nothing like you went down on on Washington ten nothing. So. No, you don't want to do that against these guys. No doubt about it. You know, Tyler Taylor Heineke is not Jalen Hurts. No, know? no, no, no. Uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, you know, look, Bradbury's. Having a good year. There's no revenge here. You know, Bradbury knew what was up. You know, he knew that he was going to get released cap-wise, you know. But, of course, deep down inside, he wants to, you know, have a good game against his former team. No question about it. Yeah. You know. And Slay's pretty really aggressive. And the Giants, all they really have is Slayton and a couple of, you know, Richie James and Isaiah Hodgins. And, oof. So, we'll see what Dable and Kafka have up this sleeve. We'll see what Wink has up his sleeve. Yeah, but like you said, we could have used the Dory in this one for sure, right? Mm. Now you're going uh, back to uh, you know Fabian Moreau's and Nick McLeod's and Flots. Nick, Nick McLeod on AJ Brown, that's fair, right? That'd, yeah. be, good. That'd yeah. be a good matchup. No McKinney too, you know. Right, right. And there's only so much my boy Love could do. You know what I mean? You can't ask. You know, <laughs> they, better, they better resign him tomorrow, dude. They better figure that one out quick. He's moving up and up that list on the of, of guys you got to keep. You know, I we, we I think I had him fourth or fifth just based on Dexter Lawrence and 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 Andrew Thomas and and Jones and Barkley. But love, you know, love is almost as important as any of those guys at this point. Yeah. So. Anyway. And you look, you know, you look at their run defense. They come in the game. The Eagles seventeenth in the league against the run. You say, all right, Chris, come on, that's seventeenth. That's the middle of the pack. Yeah, like I always say, though, you know, it's when you played them, right? Right. If you would have played the Eagles five weeks ago, and you say, hey, Jerry, we could get one hundred and forty in this game on the ground. These guys are not stopped, right? Yeah. But the last three weeks, they have been stopping run. It went from 19th to 20th in the league up to 17th now. So, hey, look, we're not going to sugarcoat it. We all know what we're up against here. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be quite a challenge, but that's why you go out there at 1 o'clock and lace them up. Well, we play them. They're professionals, you know. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, look, we're not, we're not trying to be a downer, like Chris said. It's just this is going to be a tough one. and. I, I, I'm trying not to look at I, when they when they played Dallas on Thanksgiving. I almost felt in my head like, let's just get to Washington because that's the important one. Then we ended up tying them, and the Dallas game was there to be had. All right, we we had them we had them down, and look, the talent just is what it is. But you know, if this one starts off where the Giants are ahead, we're going to feel a lot better about this. You know, you just got to get ahead early and then see what happens and, and hope for the best. But you know, like you said, Chris, this is not the '75 Steelers, but you know, maybe it's the I don't know. But they are—they are the best football team. In the Seventy-three league right Steelers. <laughs> yeah, they are the best football team in the league right now. They are. You know, they are, they are the best football team in the league right now. So I'm gonna be playing them twice. They still have to play them twice. So. Well, that last one though, I think you would mention this. They may not be yeah. playing for anything. Might not be. Yeah. And that's gonna yeah. be what the season may come down to. It's like, hey, Eagles. It's possible. Eagles, lay down. <laughs> you know how to do this. You've done this before yeah. for against right. us. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Well, it's like you said, dude, um, you know, uh, next week's Washington game, that Sunday night game is going to be, uh, you know, that could be it, you know? Yeah. Unless Seattle loses a few, but, you know, we don't look that far down ahead. But and you don't want to scoreboard watch either, right, dude? You yeah. just you want to take care of your own and win. Yeah. And well, we knew, yeah, we knew these two Washington games would be huge, right? We, yeah. kind, of, we kind of put the loss in there to the Eagles and said, okay, the two Washington games, they got to win. Yep. And they tied one so far, and, they, you know, we'll see what happens next Sunday, you know? Yeah. All right. Before we get to questions, anything else you want to touch on? No, all that positivity for the last 20 minutes. I didn't give him much of a chance with the open. I was like, all right, Eagle Week. Yeah. Oh, so right. that's where we're at. We'll give it a shot, baby. And, you know, that's a shame because, like you said, dude, we are 7-4-1. and one. We should feel better about this. But it's just the – Chris, it's the injuries that have hit us and the guys that aren't playing and the fact that they weren't the most talented team in the league when we started. It's just you're looking at some guys, especially at receiver, a corner, where you're like, this is this is another team's fourth or fifth corner. This is another team's sixth or seventh receiver after Darius Slayton. After Darius Slayton, I don't even think these guys make other teams, Chris. I, Richie James doesn't make another team. Maybe Hodgins does as a practice squad guy. You know, yeah. David Sills hasn't dressed in, hasn't played. No. I haven't seen him on the field in weeks, right? He's not making another team. It is no. what it is. So <laughs> so then you add injuries to all that, and you're like, oh, my God. How, 
God, Dable. Good luck, buddy. Dable, Kafka, Martindale. You guys pull this off. Lifetime contracts. We're going to give him the Ali Sherman lifetime contract that Wellington Mara gave him. So there you go. But the, the Tony setback really hurt, really hurt this year, man. Kadarius Tony? The Kadarius Tony setback, yeah. and now he's not even on a team. Yeah. That really hurt, Jerry. There was so much expected out of this guy, man, to be a playmaker and boom, you know, injuries, the sh- you know, and then Shane just moving on. Whew, that really hurt. I'm glad you brought it up because I just started writing the article for the Insider Guys that comes out Sunday. I didn't know I was going to write on, and then I saw you did one on Slayton, which was excellent, and I thought, let me you know, kind of keep with the theme here. Let's do the receivers, right? And right. the thought that we had – the thought that we had going into the season was we've never been, and we both said this, we've never been so excited and so, oh my God, what an unknown these receivers are. Because you had Tony, you had Sterling Shepard coming back, you had Kenny Galladay who didn't know what he had left, and you thought, well, maybe he'll have a better year with a new regime here. Wandale Robinson, you were like, all right, well, rookie, could be, you know, second round pick, could be exciting. And then Darius Slayton was your fifth receiver. And it has all gone wrong. In front of Darius Slayton, Tony Sterling got hurt. Wandale's now hurt. After he was finally catching on, Galladay never did anything. So that the the other side of us being excited was the thing that came true. It was I don't know what we have, but I'm excited because I think we have talent. And it turns out, I mean, two guys got hurt. One is wherever he is in Kansas City, and Galladay didn't have anything left. And now we're like, oh, all right, incredible, right? Everything went incredible. wrong. And you want some more bad news? Sure. Yeah, why not? Leo Williams is doubtful, so it doesn't look like he's going to play. Something. Wonderful. So stop the Saquon, run. if anybody's wondering, it's just, this is hot off the press. Saquon is going to be questionable, but he's expected to play. So. Okay. And Leo Williams not playing, so that's horrible. He's, he's doubtful, it. so look, he's not going to okay. be able to play. Right. Yeah. So he's doesn't look like he's playing. Wonderful against a very good running team. And that's another thing the Eagles figured out. They figured out, hey, I can run the ball because Sirianni for the first – I think eight weeks of last year <laughs> yeah. was like, do we have any running backs? Oh, yeah, we do. Miles Sanders, we're good. We're good. Boston Scott, we can run. Oh, Jalen Hurts, yes. I mean, all of a sudden now they're just they're a ridiculous juggernaut running the ball. So even the things we used to be able to criticize him about, can't really yeah. do it anymore. So Now he's done a hell of a job, Jerry, for a guy I thought was a clown. You know, he's, he's, done, a, he's done a hell of a freaking job, yeah. you know? Um, you know, it's funny, Jerry. I was talking to a guy. I was talking to a guy in a Giants facility this week. Uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, I was talking about Sirianni. I brought up Sirianni. I said, man, you know, for a guy, I thought was a clown. It, uh, you know, the Eagle fans were destroying him. You know, the way he started last year, it didn't look like yeah. he was going to last the season. And here he is, makes the playoffs last year, initiated 11-1. You know, and look what they've done. with the, you know, And the guy told me, he goes, hey, Chris, that, you know, he's a, he's a fun-loving person. He likes to be loose. But don't let that guy fool you. That guy is a real sharp football-wise, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, man, he's proven that, you know. Sirianni has proven that. He totally changed that offense last year. So, okay, now we're going to do this for Jalen now, you know? Yeah. And they went on their way last year. They wound up making the playoffs. And this year, we all know what the hell is going on this year. But, Jerry, once again, though, you know, and I'm not going to – I'm not disrespecting Jalen Hurston like that. I think I think the world of him, you know. But it just goes to show you, too, dude, you know, give a quarterback a couple of receivers. And a line. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, Daniel has nobody. None. Zero. Nobody. Right. I mean, Slayton's a number two, two, two B. Yeah. But a, a number one catches that ball last week. You get what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. He's got absolutely. nobody. So, what would you rather give Jones know. right now, the Eagles' offensive line or the Eagles' receivers? I, I oh, with with Andrew Thomas and Neil come up, the receivers. Yeah. Yeah. But my point is, Jalen Hurts. I know what your point is, but a, a complete I, I, line that can protect him too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, I know exactly where you're getting yeah. at because they they protect him better, you know, and all yeah. that stuff. But dude, I'll take my chances with the offensive line you know, because we got Andrew. We got to have Neil's. You know, Neil looks like he's gonna be a real good one. You know? Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. So I'll take AJ. I'll take AJ Brown and Devontae Smith and Andrew right now. Yeah. Think that you think that offense might be a little different? Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap, dude! You know, you know. I mean, come on. Daniels had nobody in four years yet. I mean, we really screwed this kid up. Who's that sound like? Oh, no. <laughs> nice. You know? It's because you, you pee next to him. You hear all his, uh, the inside info. I haven't been next to John in a few games. What the hell? I got I to text him. Make sure he meets me you know, halftime. Before quarter. we go to break, just think about that, dude. They got Devontae Smith, who is their 1A receiver. Well, two, whatever, two, whatever you want to call him. 
and our guy is not even on the team anymore. I mean, that just shows you, like, wow, holy cow. Yep. Talk about a team getting it right and a team just really getting that yep. wrong. All right, guys, we're going to take another break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back, folks. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris Bizignano and Chris, nobody beats the biz, Jerry Foley. All right. Um, question time, or you want to, you want to, anything else you want to touch on in this, uh, this game? No, I don't. I, yeah, we're good. There's not much positive to say. Let's go on to questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Ooh. All right. Here we go. Donnie Mead, Chris. What Chris. Is the, lot, lot of, a uh, lot of love for Chris this week. A lot of, a lot of Chris. Really? Money. Oh, yeah. Oh, all right. I'm not going to turn that down, Jerry. Get your hand on the beat, buddy. Chris, what is the biggest difference you see in this locker room after a loss compared to Sherman and Judge locker rooms? As far as what, players? Yeah, just the attitude. Like the, the, the biggest – is there a difference after a loss that you see between what Dable no. and, and Shermer and, and Judge? Um, no, no, not really. No, it, it, look, it's very – Folks, it's very emotional in the locker room. In locker rooms after the game. Mm. It's very emotional when a head coach... I'm talking about a loss. Yeah. It's very emotional when a head coach, in this case, obviously, Dable, comes on, comes to the podium. Mm-hmm. Joe Judge used to spend like an hour in the locker room. He used to come out to the podium like an hour, like 45 minutes later after the game. It yeah, was you got most, home at like 8 o'clock from one Yeah, it was the most <laughs> annoying thing. We were like, "Could you give me a break, Joe. You know what I mean? Dable comes out like... Every other coach in the league, he comes out like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you know, after they hit the locker room. Yeah. Um, the players, you know, some of them, like every, like years past, some of them down and, you know, some of them pissed, some of them not as pissed, you know, I'm not saying they don't care, but, um, but you no, know, Dable's um, a guy, he's very, very emotional after a loss and he tries to tamper it. Don't get me wrong. He almost lost it a couple of weeks ago and, one of my colleagues, he was very close, you could tell. Um, but he's, you know, he's, and he's very emotional. Even after a win, Jerry, I could tell. I was breaking his chops once after a win. I forget which game it was early in the year. And he was emotionally drained at the podium. And it was a good, it was a good emotional drain, you know? Yeah, right. And I, and I, I saw him in a locker room a little while later on when, you know, we walked into the locker room and I said, yo, Dave, I said, you all right, dude? <laughs> and he was laughing. He goes, oh, man, it just takes everything out. You know, he was saying, yeah, yeah. You know, it just takes everything out of you, man. You know, and I was I was breaking the shot. I said, dude, you look like somebody stuck a needle in you and sucked out all your freaking emotion. I said, you look like you're shot. You know, I, mean, I was breaking the chops, you know. But, but um, yeah, and there's no real difference. You know, Shermer, you know, uh, Judge Judge had a look of fire in his eyes after the loss. Like, he could potentially lose it. And he did wind up, you know, making, I hate to say making a fool, but. Not, not the best of press conferences yeah. at the end of his tenure. Yeah. 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 And Dable's uh, very emotional to both ways, you know. Um, Are they so, Irish? Like, like a little Irish in him or what? What is it? What do you think I, it I is? Don't know. I don't know. So it's, <laughs> it's he's, uh, you know, oof, he's uh, Dable's intense dude, man. Yeah. You've seen it on the sidelines, you know, he, he you know, he, he's pretty, he's pretty intense, man. He, yeah. he is. Uh, he camouflages it well a lot of times during the game. He's pretty cool, calm, collected until a ref makes a bad call that he wants to kill somebody, you know, or, or a player. But, um, yeah, but not not real difference, though. I have to admit, not a real difference. Joe at Naked Joe. I work in Philly. Do we have a shot at winning this game so I don't have to show up at my sales meeting on Monday morning embarrassed? Yeah, Joe. Always have like, a shot, buddy. You always a have a shot. shot. You always got a shot, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Just got to jump out early, like we said. Mac at BB at B Bad Mac. Pizza then football. Spumoni Gardens. Best Sicilian of all time. If not, who is competing with them? Chris, what do you think there? Best Sicilian uh, pizza. Spumoni Gardens was at one time back in the nineties and eighties was the best Sicilian of all. Yeah. Right. Uh, Patsy's was pretty good too in Brooklyn. Um, Sicilian, just Sicilian, right? Uh, there was yes. a place. There was a place. There was a place. Brothers on Staten Island on Port Richmond Avenue for you New York people or Staten Island people know what I'm talking about. They were up there too, and with Sicilian at one time. So I'm sure I'm missing a few, but yeah, L and B, L and B, no question. At one time, yeah. When you know when I was younger, uh, 
they 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 had the best people went people came from all over to get their squares, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, so they were one of the best. I don't know if they I heard they're still pretty good, but I don't think it's the same. I had it about ten years ago and it was excellent. I was I was impressed. It was I was still good, it was huh? Really good. I was ten years ago I had it, it was really good. So Right. Uh, and then so the second part of his question, O line hopefully getting healthy, would you prefer Gates and Bredesen or Feliciano and Gates in the inside there? And how Bredesen does... and uh believe it or not, Bredesen and Gates on the center. That's that would okay. be my That's what you want. Okay. Interesting. All right, cool. Uh let's see. All right. Booker Daniels, who hasn't chimed in a while, gotta ask gotta gotta get his question in. Good morning, fellas. As was the case since his first start, evacuating DJ has been priority number one for the Giants. Is there any chance we will have a conclusive take on his future by the end of the season? I don't think so, but would like to get your take. I, I mean, the Giants are going to decide if they haven't already what they're doing. But I, based on the fact, Booker, you know, sorry to go first, Chris, but based on the fact that there's no, no – based on the fact that the receiving core is what it is and the, and the interior of that old line still isn't fixed, no. You're, you're, you're going forward with, I think he's he – I think we can win with him. He's worth signing to – X amount of dollars for X amount of years. I, I don't think because of what's around him, you can cl- conclusively say, oh, yeah, he's the guy, or, or no, he's not the guy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and it, and, it, and not to mention, uh, we've talked about this before, the Giants, are pl- they're record-wise, they're playing themselves out of a top quarterback selection if they wanted to go that way. Yeah. Unless right. you make a blockbuster trade. And, right. Dude, there's nobody coming out. I'm sorry that they, you, you're giving up. Two number ones, two number twos, and all that and stuff. And I'm telling you, everybody keeps saying Richardson's going to – guys, Richardson is going to rise. That's a kid that's going to do something at the combine, and everyone's going to be like, oh, my God, he threw the ball behind his back 75 yards. Forget <laughs> it. No, it, but yeah, I, I like him. I'm not, I'm not making fun of the kid, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, remember the Zach Wilson? I think he ran left and threw right. Oh, and man, they were like, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> Draft him. God, Draft him. Number two overall. Richardson's going to do something like that. Where you say, oh, he's going high. Now, if he doesn't, I'm fine with a guy like that coming in and learning under Jones for a couple of years. If you think that Jones isn't the guy. And I, I like Richardson, so, but I think, point of the story, Richardson's rising. He's going to go, he's going to end up being top 10, top 15 at least. So, anyway. Uh, Josh Stanton, actually, first, let me, for Farrell Walsh asked, uh, just says, uh, I know this is too late, but our neck injury is the new quad injury. I thought that was kind of funny and ironic that he missed <laughs> that. Uh, Josh Stanton, Chris slash Jerry, which scenario is most likely to happen? One, the Giants' pass rush has Hurts shook, helps him force two INTs. Two, Isaiah Hodgins has a breakout game, five for 113 and two touchdowns. Three, scratch, scratch two. <laughs> Kafka Dable unleashed the full arsenal of offensive plays focused on downfield throws slash RPO. Hashtag best Giants pod. What do you got, Chris? Well, scratch two. What was one? Hey. Uh, well, the pass uh, rush has Hurts shook. Yeah, I can't see number three either, so I'm going to go with one. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Only because Hurts is due for a bad game. <laughs> All right. Uh, Havoc at House of Havoc. Jerry and Chris, since we're a run-first offense, What's your insight as to why we're not using Brita and Brightwell more? Seems like successful teams are using at least a double back approach. Yeah, that's just the way that each game is playing out for them. Each game has its own story. That's what that's what they've been doing. I I can't give it. Uh, you know, I like to see Brightwell a little more involved. I like to see him, you know, lighten the load with Saquon a little bit. Yeah. But they're, you know, Saquon's been the man. Uh, Joey Z. Chris walks into Danino's and Staten Island and sees Joe Shane sitting there. Chris starts talking to him, and Joe says to him, Listen, I will let you ask me one question, and I give you the honest answer. Chris, what do you ask Joe Shane? Is Daniel Jones your quarterback next year? There you go. Nice. You, Jerry? I would, I would, I would ask a question with a bunch of parts so I could try and sneak those in. <laughs> Who are you signing? <laughs> like, who are we keeping, Joe? He's going to be like, no, I, I, that, that, that's, that's five questions. That's not one. But I think, I think asking about Jones is probably the, the smart one. Right? You would um, imagine, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then it's uh, – I mean, I guess it counts technically if you say, hey, Joe, are you keeping Daniel, Saquon, <laughs> Dexter, yeah. you know, all these things. I'm sure if I walked in and said, uh, is Tate Crowder your inside back next year? Joey Z will want to probably throw me off a boat or something and make me disappear. Yeah. Or, or, I mean, I could see you asking. I could see you falling into the trap of, 
Are we drafting? Uh, we, how many Notre Dame guys are we drafting, Joe? Come on, let's do this already. Joe, Julian Love, is that your priority? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, let's see, we'll go a few more. Um, <laughs> why is Richie James still a giant? Uh, let's see. Let's have some. What's with all the neck injuries? Uh, at least everybody's on the same kind of wavelength here. Um, Oh, that's a good question from Sal New York. He always asks good ones, man. This is a good one. Do you think the importance of next week's game in Washington affects guys on the injury report like Leo this week? Do you think that the fact that they, you know, next week is a must win has any effect on this week, Chris? Uh, no. Okay. No, you play, you play, you know, you worry week to week. Yeah. Um, I think the question is basically like, well, if Leo maybe could play this week, but would he take another week off? Yeah, because it's Washington, right? Nah, that's not the way they're programmed. If Leo could go, he goes. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we'll go a couple more. Brian Porras, do you sense that Dable and Kafka's trust in Daniel Jones is increasing, decreasing, or staying the same? Mind you, Brian is the world's biggest Daniel Jones fan. Uh, they trust. They trust Daniel. They don't trust the offensive line. That's a good point. And obviously, the wide receivers is not a lot of trust in that position group either. So this, this whole yeah. thing of not trusting Daniel, I don't, you know, guys, they just, mm. you know, they just don't, you know, they don't trust the offensive line in certain situations. Yeah. You know, and, and obviously the wide receiver group is good luck, except for Darius. Now it's like, good luck. Tough, tough to run an offense when you have no receivers really, you know? Yep. And your offensive line is just what to get a 40 sacks, whatever it is now, 30, whatever the hell it is. And a lot of pressures and, you know, yeah. They didn't trust Daniel Jones. They're not going to put the ball in their hands yep. with a minute something left against Washington at the end of the game last week. And they, and they got Daniel throwing verticals. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mecca of NYG. Great job as always, guys. Who do you think will return first, Adoree or McKinney? And which one do we need mm. back more? Mm. Well, you always like to have that corner. That's the priority over safety. Um. I would say, I tell you, Dory's moving well, man. Yeah. You know, I was with him yesterday, but he still said, you know, there's a timetable. He goes, it's all, you know, McKinney, man, he had his pins removed, but, you know, Dable didn't sound like he's going to be back anytime soon. So if I had a guess, I would probably say Dory would be back first. One more um, comes in from Mr. Johnson. Of all the guys not named Wandale who are out for this season, who do you think will make the biggest difference when they return next year? Um, it's a good one. Who the hell's out? I gotta look. Who the hell's out? I gotta. Well, I mean, I, like out. I think of Sterling Shepard. Will he be back? Um, if, if, yeah, you know, that's the question. Though, will uh, Shep be back? You, you know, know, Darian Beavers. They were so high on that kid. Now I know he's a late round pick, but what impact would he have? I, I would even throw in McKinney because I look. I I don't know if he's coming back this year, right? He, Got the pins removed, and it seems like he's a ways off. So outside of Wandale, um, you know, who's going to have the biggest impact? Well, you know what? I think the question is Jerry's full of guys who were definitely out for the rest of the year. So I'm not going to put McKinney That's in fine. that category. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I think Aaron Robinson could make a difference. Yeah. I, I still believe in that Aaron Robinson at corner, man, right. you know? Yep. Uh, Shep, I, I, Jerry, I just don't know what the hell you're going to get out of Shep if he – if you know. they bring him back in another year, you know, he's serious injuries. And, uh, and as far as intri- I'm looking at the list here, as far as intriguing, Darian yeah. Beavers, no yeah. question about it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, he's going to make a big impact. No, I'm not going to say that, but he's intriguing. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, here's a question for you, dude. You know, yeah. we forgot about this guy. He's out for the year. He's on IR. But how much of a difference would Colin Johnson have made this year? I completely forgot about him. Right. Yeah. Well, I just saw I just saw him on the IR one. list. He'd be the number one receiver. I mean, he was really playing well, right? Yeah, he would be ahead, I mean, he would be ahead of, of Darius Slayton in the, in the, the depth chart. He'd be the number I'm one. Looking, I'm just looking at that IR list now because, you know, that guy asked the question. Yeah. And I'm, like, oh, oh, that's right. I'm like, oh, crap, that's right. Colin Johnson, you know, how much would have Colin Johnson? He could have made a pretty pretty nice difference for us. This I'll, year. Do, I'll give you one better. I saw a buddy of mine at, towards the end of summer who said, hey, which receiver did you lose for the year? I couldn't even, I didn't even know who he was talking about because I, I had already forgotten about him. Right, right. It's just not a guy you think of. Right. I was like, oh, right, yeah, right. 15 Johnson, right. yeah, yeah. But he was having such a good training camp, such good preseason. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, be interesting to see what well, he could have contributed. Yeah. Jerry, they could have really used him this year, huh? Oh, my the God. The way he was playing it back in the, spring, uh, in the summer, right? Oh, God. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, guys. Way to bring it, everybody. Thanks so much. And now we'll do picks. We had a lot of different ones last, last week, a lot of differences. We were tied. Now Chris is up two. We all knew that would happen. I didn't know it would be two or five, but I'm happy to still be within two. There were a couple I listened to again. And I was like, oh, my God, really? I took that? So Now, last night, who would you have taken? Raiders at Rams? I'm just curious. I, I, I admittedly, take, I would have taken the Raiders. Uh, me too. Okay. We are both. Yep. Same. I would have taken the Raiders. You can't trust them ever again. Can't. No. Them ever. How would you? How much would you like if uh, the Giants had Devontae Adams? By the way, I mean, how good is he, dude? He's insane. Well, yeah, he's insane. I, yeah. I watched the Raiders. Everybody like, want him. <laughs> I know, but I'm just like, how? He should have. It seems like he should have 250 yards a game. He's so ridiculous, man. Yeah, him and uh, him and Justin uh, Jefferson are just they're the yeah. two best receivers in the game. They are right. Yep. Oh my god. All right. Speaking of Justin Jefferson, one o'clock Vikings at Lions. Well, speaking of Justin Jefferson, around, guess what? Man. I'm going with Dan Campbell's knee-biting group. I like them. They could score. The Vikes can't stop the pass. The Vi- Lions are really playing well. I'm going to go with the Lions. I'll go with the Vikings. Um, they're the coin flip for me. Um, again, I don't love Kirk Cousins. I think ultimately – like if you, the thing that sucks about this is if, if you're relying on the Vikings to beat the Eagles in the playoffs, it's just not going to happen if they have to go oh, into Philly to do it. No it's going to be the same thing as Monday night was – going to be a disaster, but I'm going to go with the Vikings this week. It's going to be the same thing when Shermer was there and they right. played him in the championship game. Yeah, man. they went down the field and then Schwartz made one adjustment and that was that. Done. No no chance. No chance. I don't want to hear it. School Jerry, Jerry, you know, all the way back to St. Paul or Minneapolis. Jerry, you know, looking that far ahead, dude, Yeah, you know, um, I put it out there the other day, man. Now that Jimmy Garoppolo's out, I, I really only see one team that could go into Philly in January and beat them. And that's Dallas. I know. Yeah, but, but are you really going to rely on Dallas and Dak Prescott? You know what I mean? I mean that's really the only team. You know, and uh, Dallas. If Dallas played, say, say it worked out that Dallas played Philly for the conference championship, what do you? I mean, did you just wince the entire time watching that game? <laughs> My God! You obviously, I don't know who you root for, but you're this, just like, oh yeah. Oh, you know, God. Jerry. I mean, you know, with the Packers being down and out this year, you yeah. know, um, Tampa Bay, please stop. You know, yeah. uh, I just really I look at one team right now. Yeah, I and that's agree. the Cowboys. That's the only it. team that can really knock these guys out. You know, Dallas could have easily won that first game when Cooper Rush played. Yeah, and we'll right. see. You know, we'll see the rematch in a couple of weeks on Christmas Eve with you know in Dallas. That'll be interesting. That game, but because I do not believe in the Vikings. No. Oh no. No, I don't. Um, all right, one o'clock. Ravens at Steelers. Oh man, this one. All I'm going with the. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. The red hot, I'm going to go with the hot Steelers. Same. And Lamar's out. Lamar's out. I'm going to go with the Steelers. That's another team. That's I don't know how long he's out, but man, that that that's a hit for them. Oh my god. Uh, Browns at Bengals. Chris's Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to ride my Bengals. Yeah, same Bengals at home. Here's a good one. Jets at Bills. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bills over the rematch. I think the Bills up in Orchard Park get this done. Same. Bills. Uh, Texans at Cowboys. I imagine we both take the I'm going to go with you. Uh-uh. <laughs> we take the Cowboys on that one. Only matters. The only thing in that game is if they cover the uh, 17-point spread. That's, a, yeah. that's the only thing you look for forward to in that game. Uh, Jaguars at Titans. T- Titans are a t- game. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. You want to go? No, or? Titans revenge game. They get the yeah, yeah, me too. I think, the Titans, I think the Titans rebound, yeah. Uh, four o'clock. Chiefs at Broncos. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, Devin can't score, dude. No. Uh, Panthers at Seahawks. Rooting for the Panthers. Gonna go with the Seahawks at home. Yeah, I agree. I'll, I'll go with Seattle. Would not surprise me, you know. I have to be honest with you. If Carolina does win that game, I'll go with Seattle. Yeah, I mean Seattle's not an. They're they're above average. They're not upper yeah. echelon team. They're capable of losing to no, anyone, but yeah, I just yeah, you know yeah. Uh, Buccaneers at 49ers. 49ers. Same. Home. Defense is going to bust them up. Oh. Dolphins, uh, 8 o'clock, 8.20, Sunday night. Mm. Dolphins at Chargers. Man, these Chargers, amazing, right? Weird. Weird team. Weird. Oh. And and a lot, of, a lot of hatred towards Justin Herbert. I don't really understand why. It's weird. Yeah. Okay, it's weird time. I'll go with the Chargers because this is probably a game where I think they're going to lose. And they'll probably pull out in the last second. Yeah. So I'll go weird. I'll go Chargers. I'll go Dolphins on the road. Yeah. Monday night, 
Patriots at Cardinals. Oof. I'll go with New England. Yeah, I can't trust the card. I can't trust uh, Murray. I'm going to go uh, New England on the road as well. <clears throat> and finally, <laughs> 1 o'clock, baby. Philadelphia Eagles visit exit 16W of the New Jersey Turnpike. Hey, Chris, who do you like in this one? <laughs> I've got to go with the Eagles in a 31-14 game. Yeah, it's going to be like 17 points, right? I'm going to go Philly as well. It's going to be by 20. I, I round, we're around the same. It's going to be like 37-17 or something ugly. Yeah, I mean, just to make it 20. I think the Giants will score more than 10. I was going to say 30-10, to 10, but 37-17. And look, guys, if you're going to the game, be loud. Get into it. Anything can happen. This is not, like we said, this is not – you know, the, the best team of all time. It's just the way the league shakes out. They are the best team in the NFL right now. Um, and we're not playing our best. We got a lot of injuries. But, look, anything can happen. Go get them, guys. <laughs> are you all inspired now or what? <laughs> <laughs> Go get them, Giants. Go get them, Dave. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> all right. Anything else, bud? No, that's it. Enjoy the game, everybody, man. Don't worry about it. Enjoy the game. Don't worry about it. Enjoy the game. All right, guys. Enjoy the game. <laughs> Order a subscription to The Giant Insider. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. We print Sunday night. All right, guys, remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody.